What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times the dry man's souls, the summer soldier and the sunshine patriot, will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers, because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. Well, name of the episode is Let's Go. So, unfortunately, we have been declared war against. Our own government has decided that we are the ones that they are going to eliminate. And if you have any doubts, I would like to sit here and turn your attention to the fact that the former president of the United States, Donald J. Trump's house, was just raided by the FBI. What reason? Hold on. Let me... Let me read his statement. All right. These are dark times for... This is from him, right? 
These are dark times for our nature, nation as our as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is a prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before they even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate? Where operatives oops, where operatives broke into the Democratic National Committee. Here in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th President of the United States. The political persecution of Donald J. Trump has been going on for years with the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax number one, two, and so much more. It never ends. It's a political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. I stood up to America's bureaucratic corruption. I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country. Like we have never seen before, the establishment hated it. Now as they watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in all polls, they are trying to stop me and the Republican Party much more. Once more, the lawlessness, political persecution, and wish hunt must be exposed and stopped. I will continue to fight for the great American people. So let's, let's look at Right. Some of the things that uh, people have been saying on Twitter, not that that's a uh, not that that's a big thing, but I give you some examples of what people are thinking. Uh, uh, Politicians houses rated Trump politicians houses not rated all the ones on the Epstein client list, all the ones doing insider trading, all the ones with sons openly doing crack on the Internet. Marco Rubio, after today's raid on Mar-a-Lago, what do you think the left plans to use those 87,000 new IRS agents for? Occupied Democrats, breaking news. Dozens of FBI agents raid Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence to conduct an unannounced search warrant, even going as far as opening and searching his safe. Retreat to thank, retweet to thank the FBI for holding Trump accountable. We hold the Biden and Pelosi family accountable first, maybe. Hodge twins, the 45th president of the United States, had his personal home raided by rogue government agents in the most free state in the country. We're in trouble. No shit. Uh, Serious Biden question. How will hiring 87,000 IRS agents and giving them guns make the wealthy pay their fair share of taxes? Can someone on the Democrat help me understand this? The wealthy simply use tax shelters or take investments overseas. Who's Biden targeting? If you haven't figured this out yet, you're part of the problem. Republicans, your midterm elections mandate has arrived. Defund the IRS and the FBI. On and on and on it goes. 
right? 87,000 new IRS and enforcement agents to audit the American middle class, but you don't ask the government for an accurate accounting of how 60 billion U.S. tax dollars are being spent by Ukrainian neo-Nazis and Vladimir Zelensky. On and on and on it goes. On and on and on it goes. Maybe we wouldn't need 85,000 new IRS agents if we would stop sending billions upon billions of fucking dollars to nations that hate us. We are literally witnessing what can only be described as the looting of the treasury before the fall of an empire. Period. The U.S. just proved again today... 4.5 4.5 billion package to Ukraine government for budgetary needs. Now let that sink in. We just sent them a billion last or a billion on Friday. Uh, Tuesday we sent them uh, 550 million. So in a week we sent them uh, seven billion dollars. Now, see CBS ran an article that they had to take down because the Ukrainian government got mad at them. So they took it down. Let that sink in. They they wrote an article which was correct that said that only 30% of the military equipment that we have given them is actually ending up in the Army's hands. The rest of it, 70% is ending up on the black market. 70%. So you now have the black markets in Europe, Africa, China, the Middle East, buying equipment that we gave them, that we funded, that you paid for, theoretically, you could be killed by a weapon that you paid for when we all go to war. Just just let well, that sit here. Let's sit here and think about it. I've got uh, Ruby Ridge, Waco. I can continue. The Bundys, all killed with uh, with guns that they helped pay for. Yeah, it's not new. Some third world shit is going on right now. I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime, but it's here. The FBI has now burned any small sliver of credibility it may have had to the ground. Time for a complete house cleaning or there'll be nothing left of this place. That was Dan Bongino. That's uh, not wrong. They're doing to Trump everything they falsely claimed that he would do. They are the fascists and they always were. So let's talk about this uh, $750 billion package that every Republican voted against and every Democrat voted for. It came down to Kamala Harris at a 50-50 tie. So guess what? It passed. $750 billion known as the Inflation Reduction Act. So if you don't know by now and you haven't figured it out, everything that's in a bill is go, it, that's given a nice clever name, it's exactly the opposite. It gave them the ability to hire eight, 87,000 additional IRS agents. It allowed them to care to store an additional 5 million firearms and $743,000 worth of ammunition. In addition, it quintupled, no wait, octupled, octupled their budget. Right now, the IRS, the IRS is now heavily, contains more money than the Pentagon, DHS, and Border Patrol Combined. Let that sink in. 
they have that much power. Do you remember when they were they were talking about if you if you had a transaction that was more than six hundred dollars that they could audit it? What do you think is going to happen now? They're not going after the rich people. If they went after everybody who made more than a million dollars, that would be like two IRS agents for every individual. They're not going after the rich people. They're going after us. If this doesn't prove that the government just declared war on conservatives, on patriots, then you need to sit here and look at what's happening to Trump right now and realize when he said they're not after me, they're after you and I'm just in the way. They're he's about the to get anymore. rid of him. Yeah, he's not in the way. He's going to be made an example. Alex Jones is going to be made an example of where they sit here and they they sit here and he complied with everything. They assumed a dollar amount that he was worth. Even though he gave them all of their financial records, they assumed that he's worth $271 million. So they fined him $45 million for a defamation lawsuit. He was not allowed to defend himself. He was not allowed to call witnesses. He was not even allowed to say that he was innocent. There is no justice. There is no justice. There is no rule of law. Americans, if you don't wake up now, you won't. You're not going to. If you're not willing to take up force of arms against your government at this point, when they come to your house, it will be too late. When they come to your house, what are you going to do? Because they're not going to come. I mean, they say here, they're telling you that the IRS agents will be armed, that the FBI will be armed when they come for you. The ATF is coming for you. The ATF has asked holster manufacturers to hand over their records. They have asked states to hand over their care concealed weapons permit holders. The ATF has asked people, has asked businesses to turn in their documents. There will be no escape from this tyranny unless you fucking break it. Welcome to hell. They are going to do everything within their power. And if you don't think, if you if you don't believe me about the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, allow me to explain to you what they're going to do. They're going to sit here, and if you look at the media headlines, they're calling it climate change and equitable bills. These are not going to lower the prices of energy. They're going to increase them. It may not be a direct tax on you if you make less than $100,000. But if you have a small business that crosses that threshold, they can either invested into their own business if they have a wide profit margin, which very few businesses do, or they're going to have to raise prices. What do you think is going to happen to your money? Your electric bill is going to double or triple. Gas that has been going down is still on national average over $4 a gallon. 
That is going to go up. Buy gas if you think it's cheap now, because it ain't going much farther down, and it's going to shoot up. They are going to take the money and take control as any way they possible, and they don't give a fuck about you. Here, let me give you an example of what L.A. County is now doing. I know nobody cares about L.A. County, but let, let's... Let's, uh, oh, where's that story? Uh, da -da 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 -da. Los Angeles is voting on whether or not to force hotels that are in L.A. County to house the homeless via vouchers. The hotels are fighting back. Send them to Hollywood. Send them to the actors who support this. Send them to Nancy Pelosi's house. Send them to Gavin Newsom. Let him or here, here. Um, I I have I have the perfect example. Ready? Send them to George Soros's house. Everyone's welcome. Free housing. Free food. It's one thirty six Cantito Street. Katona, New York. Send them there. Send them all there. I'm just saying. At this point, I'm not playing. Fuck them. Fuck every politician. DeSantis needs to... Oh, by the way, I have a story about that. DeSantis is pissed. Because they came into the United States. Right? Mm -hmm. They came into Florida. DeSantis slams weaponized federal agencies for raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Florida Governor Rand DeSantis came out with a blistering response to the Monday FBI raid on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence, reportedly in connection with the materials Trump brought with him after leaving office. The raid of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. While people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves, said DeSantis. Now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries. This is a banana republic. Banana Kevin republic McCarthy said, court. yeah, Kevin McCarthy said, Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendars. I've seen enough. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. When Republicans take back the House, we'll conduct immediate oversight of this department. Follow the facts and leave no stone unturned. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Dan Bugino goes off on the FBI raid on Donald Trump. This is some third world bullshit. Uh, <coughs> Trump supporters gather outside Mar-a-Lago protesting the FBI raid. People are waking up. The FBI and this raid may have sit here and galvanize more people to vote for Donald Trump. They have to destroy him. They have to destroy you. They have to destroy America because if they don't, they're fucked. And they need to be afraid of the people. Donald Trump, who's still banned by Twitter, I might add, published a statement on True Social because he's still banned, in which he said that his Florida home is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents, an assault which, according to Trump, could only take place in broken third world countries. 
His full statement is boasted on Truth Social. I, I read it for you. So, uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, uh, uh, from uh, another Florida uh, uh, politician, executed search warrant of Mar-a-Lago. Two sources confirm they just left one search story. Not sure what the search warrant was about. To be honest, though, I'm not a strong enough reporter to hunt this down, but it's real. So they are they are absolutely outside of their of of what their uh, This is disgraceful. And it happens because Republicans refuse to weaponize their prosecutors like Dems do. Let that sink in. We want to play by rules that constrict us. No, fuck it. Lawfare is on. You know, when Trump said that he was going to go in, he was just going to mass fire 50,000 employees as soon as he got back in office. Not enough. Get rid of all of them. Start from fucking scratch. If you're not pushing papers across the desk because you need, you know, because it, you know, you're you're not providing a service and you're just a bureaucrat, gone. Done. I don't care. Goodbye. This is just bullshit. But okay, let's go look at the immigration uh the inflation uh let's see what's in this, right? 369 billion on energy and climate efforts. They're going to plant trees. They're going to sit here and cause energy prices to skyrocket. 300 billion in green loan guarantees. 80 billion to double the number of IRS agents to conduct audits. Who do you think they're going after? Do you think they're going to go after the millionaires and billionaires to pay their fair share? Or do you think you're going to go after the little person who spent $601 in a, in a, uh, a cash business because it crossed the $600 threshold? Do you think it's going to sit here and affect the people who have lawyers and can move their money out and they don't care if the IRS says, hey, by the way, uh, you, no, but that's the point. You, you overpaid by $10. Or do you think they're going to go after the person like me and you who sit here and, you know, well, we, we audited you and we found out that you that you sit here and uh, you didn't pay us a couple hundred dollars. Now you can fight it, but the lawyer's going to cost you $10,000. At that point, it's just the principle of the matter. We have reached a point, just reading through the bill, which is what I was just doing a second ago, because I I didn't get a chance to after after all the other stuff today. So when you look at it, you realize that that is targeted at one particular group. It's not targeted at corporations. It's not targeted at rich people. It's not targeted at people on welfare. It is targeted at the breadbasket of America when it comes the to the middle taxes. class and small businesses. Yep. That's who they're going after. Wait, wait. The vast majority I, of America. I, I'm not done reading what extra little bullshit is in here. $60 billion for environmental justice initiatives. 
environmental justice initiative. Yeah. So basically, they're gonna get they're gonna bitch about you collecting rainwater. They're gonna bitch about you raising your own food. They're gonna bitch about what you do on your property, which, by the way, you no longer own. You never owned it. It's called property tax. If you think you own it, don't pay property tax for a couple of years and find out if you still own your home. Hold on. Nine billion in tax credits for wealthy families to buy electric vehicles. Two point six billion to conserve coastal habitats. One point five billion to plant trees. I'm all for planting trees, but if we're going to be spending this money, why the fuck have we sent as much money as we have to Ukraine? Well, I was just told billions of dollars for sex studies, for gender studies in a nation that will never use them. So remember ESG? Mm -hmm. Fidelity just bought into ESG scores. They claim... It's confidence that the companies you invest in focus on their environmental or social impact or how they govern themselves. Let's break down ESG. Environmental, companies that respond to consumer demand for sustainable practices. Social, companies committed to a diverse and inclusive workspace. Governance, Companies committed to diverse board makeups, strong oversight, and shareholder-friendly policies. This is why your gas prices will continue to go up. Because banks that sign up for ESG will not give loans to people who want to drill for oil. Their ESG score will be low. Oh, you sit here and you drove too many miles this month. Sorry your grandma's sick. But you can't use your credit card to get fucking gas. Remember, I said it'd be a it would be a uh, not with a bang, but with a whimper. It's not even going to be. Not even a whimper. It's the middle of the night. To the sound of applause. Basically, the Inflation Reduction Act was the, see, to make fundamental changes, they, the Democrats have to break the filibuster, and that will never happen. Now, pay close attention, you motherfuckers who sit here and say, oh, the, the gun control bill will sit here and, and it'll get stopped in the Senate because there's no way they'll get 60 votes. Pay close fucking attention to what just fucking happened. They could not, could not pass the gun control bill in the Senate, or the Build Back Better plan, sorry, the Build Back Better plan. They couldn't get the 60 votes to fundamentally change how it worked, right? Mm -hmm. So what they did is they realized that if they did a bill reconciliation, or a reconciliation bill, that they only needed a majority. So they got Build Back Better through using a reconciliation bill. And it will cost $733 billion, most of which will be invested in climate reform while increasing tax revenue by $738 billion. It will be a disaster in this economy. 
And yet, we send money to Ukraine. Every week, we're sending billions every week to fucking Ukraine. The same Ukraine that just had a report and then told our own fucking media that they needed to pull the goddamn story that only 30% of it was missing the troops or was making it to the troops. The same Ukraine that just asked fucking China to rebuild their country after the war. The same China that just threat that just cut off all communications with the United States. As a matter of fact, the shit in China is so fucking serious that Apple requested that the chips made in Taiwan no longer say made in Taiwan, but say made in China. The same China that cut off all communications with the United States that has decided that they're going to cash in and dump the debt that they hold. That same China. The same China that just sent 100,000 troops to fucking Russia to fight us. That teamed up with all of these bullshit nations to remove the United States from anywhere but the United States. That same China. That same Ukraine. Regardless of what happens over the next couple of months, I hope whatever is born from the conflict that's about to to erupt learns to mind its own fucking business. I'm sorry, but and not to sound like Japan back in the day, because I understand you got to trade with people, you got to make treaties and alliances. But what the fuck? We need to focus. We need to become almost isolationist because at this particular fucking point, we we've sold the American people for everyone else. They don't care about us. No. Oh, the same Ukraine, by the way, the Amnesty International got spanked because of the war crimes committed by Ukraine. Ukraine got so upset, they decided to censor Amnesty International. You know, the people responsible for documenting fucking war crimes. To censor them. That motherfucker is so Goddamn corrupt. I can't even fucking... I don't even know where to begin. That motherfucker's got a fat-ass bank account. Do you realize that more people, more famous people and politicians have gone to visit Zelensky in a fucking war zone than they have gone to our own southern border? Yeah. Or that went to Sahara... Oh, Biden's coming today. Or he he flew into Lexington today. He'll be in South Carolina tomorrow, I think. You know what? Do you know do you know how how angry I am at everything that's going on? Natural disasters I can prepare for. Nuclear war, I can prepare for. The fact that your money won't be worth anything and they will take everything that you own, your home, your property, your car, your supplies, and don't think that preppers, your supplies are safe anymore. They declared monkeypox a national health emergency and they're trying to get Biden to declare a national climate emergency. A global climate crisis. 
your stockpiles of food that you've been saving, even if you bought them years ago, are no longer safe if that happens. He will control where you can drive, how much fuel you will have, where you can go, what you will do, where you will work, what you will eat, and how much food you can have in your goddamn house. That is the extent of the powers when he declares a national emergency like he just did with monkeypox. If he doesn't unclimb it, he has unlimited power to do whatever the fuck he wants. Let that sink in. Are you paying attention? Are you awake? Even if you can afford everything that's going wrong, even if you make enough money that the inflation doesn't cause you to go broke and have to choose between food and electricity, you will still lose your house because they can seize it whenever they fucking want. Oh, I'm sorry. You bought food. Uh, you bought food at this price. Remember when they said that if you bought Bitcoin uh, at a cheap price that they could tax you on unrealized value? Yep. And everybody sit here and freak the fuck out. Well, are you going to pay me extra? Are you going to pay me when it goes down below the price with which I bought it? No, that's silly. If you bought food a decade ago and your food has a shelf life of 25 more lives, they can now tax you on that unrealized gain. Your house, the housing market is a huge boom for sellers. Prices of houses are going astronomically high. So now they can tax you on the unrealized gain of the increase of your house, even if you couldn't possibly sell it for that. You forgot to pay. Oh, you can't you you can't pay your new tax bill? I'm sorry, Patriot. I'm sorry, conservative. I'm sorry, Republican. You're gonna have to 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 sell your home just to pay your taxes. And if you don't think that this doesn't already happen, have somebody in your family die that owned a piece of art. They will tax you on the value of that fucking piece of art. Are you awake yet? Do you realize what the fuck is happening? You know what? I got to thinking about it because I, I was talking to talking to Arson about taxation. And I got to thinking about it. You know, I started adding up taxes in my head. And I was like, wait a minute. So I pay taxes with the paycheck that I get. Right? I pay uh, income tax. I pay taxes on anything I buy at a grocery store. I pay taxes on my vehicle, even though I already paid taxes with the money I bought the vehicle with. I pay taxes on that. It's supposed to go to the roads. I pay taxes for the gas that I buy. I pay taxes on anything that I purchase. They tax everything. But we don't, as the American people, we see what? 20% of the revenue from those taxes come back into the United States, maybe. You you that, don't see 20%. No, no, I'm talking about the uh, America itself. And that 20% is all soaked up in paychecks to every other person. Most of the money that we get in taxes, which are supposed to be paid to take care of things in the United States, to pay our military, things like that, most of the taxes that we pay go overseas. Just to our enemies, to people who hate us. 
Everybody hates us. Everybody hates us. I hate us at this point. The only people who don't hate us are Israel, and that's because they realize that they need us. (laughs) Until we get a president who decides they want to stab them in the back. Speaking of Israel, Israel and Israel and Palestine have signed a ceasefire. Do you know what that means? Or do you know why? Because it was too fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if there was one place on the planet that I could say you could call a ceasefire for being too fucking hot, it would be the Middle East. Iraq had their entire grid go down. Jesus. At 123.8 degrees Fahrenheit. And, And they want us to live in the fucking, you know, line cities. They don't fucking care about you. That's your jail. And it's not my jail. I'll be fucking dead before they get me there. Brother, you and I already have body bags <laughs> filled out. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure once I post this one, I'm getting a fucking phone call. At this point, who cares? Yeah. Bring I mean, it. seriously, at this point, we have t- we have talked, and, and you know this. Like, I have preached and preached and preached and said that if violence, if you have to resort to violence to get your point across, you have failed in every other manner. Correct? Fair. Well, we have failed in every other fucking manner. We have tried diplomacy. We have tried reason. We have tried logic. We've tried finding it in the courts. None of that fucking matters. It's so almost... you have a choice, you can live on your knees like a bitch or you can remember grow a fucking backbone and remember that America was built by people by men and women who refused to be ruled and take a stand because at this particular point you don't have a choice yeah they're going to come for you are they going to come for you to hand you your key to your cell or the the address to your FEMA camp, or are they coming to take you out? Which one do you want? I have talked to me and Arson and uh, me and Arson and uh, Mama Bear, and we have decided we will not be ruled. But let's look at more stories, shall we? What's it come back? What's that statement? Uh, the two statements that uh, I love so much, and you taught me one of them. But one of them is that I will die on my feet before I live a second on my knees. And the last one is the one that you taught me, and that is that the truth kills them. Let them die. Yep. So let it burn. All right, so... Bloomberg compiled the list of the winners and losers with the Inflation Reduction Act. Right? Chuck Schumer called it one of the most significant pieces of legislation passed in a decade. So Bloomberg, who is not Republican at all, made a list. Ready? The winners. The wealthy. Not only did none of the billions in tax increases Democrats threaten high earners, uh, Make it into the final version of the bill. Their plans to tax the 1% turned out to be nothing more than a virtue signal. Next winner, private equity fund managers. 
The landmark bill only passed after Arizona Senator Kristen Sinema insisted on keeping the carried interest loophole that allows investment managers like her former bosses to shield the majority of their income from higher taxes. The private equity industry was able to gain an additional win shortly before the final passage of the bill when a handful of Democrats broke with their party to vote on a Republican amendment that created a carve-out for private equity-owned companies in the corporate minimum tax. Speaking of, Manchin and Cinema were the big winners. After having held their party, or their party, or parties hostage for more than a year over the Build Back Better legislation, the entire contents of the bill were essentially cherry-picked by Manchin and then tweaked to fit Cinema's preferences. The two were also able to score direct benefits for their states, with Manchin securing an agreement to permit the completion of the Equitrans Midstream Quartz Mountain Valley Pipeline and Cinema, who was able to secure $4 billion in drought relief for her state. Another winner, the IRS and the Green Agenda. The bill is giving $80 billion to the IRS over the next 10 years to expand its audit capabilities as well as a bevy of technology upgrades. Meanwhile, electric car makers got an extension of the popular $7,500 per vehicle customer tax credit for EVs, but will have to comply with strict battery and critical mineral sourcing requirements demanded by Cinema and Mansion, which would render the credits useless for years. Solar and hydrogen companies such as Sunrun and Plug Power will also benefit from generous tax credits, while operators of nuclear reactors such as Southern Company, Constellation Energy, Corps, Public Service Enterprise Group, and Energy Harbor could benefit from a $30 billion product tax production tax credit. Eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents, higher taxes, and massive green energy slush fund. Anyone who says this bill reduces inflation is lying. Let them eat cake. So Another winner, Medicare and Obamacare enrollees. The final version of the bill caps seniors' out-of-pocket prescription drug drug expenses to $2,000 per year and enables Medicare to negotiate the prices on 10 medications four years from now. The bill also kicks the can on a massive increase in Obamacare premiums that were set to happen in January for many middle-class income Americans, but will now happen in three years. What happens in three years? A new president and after another election. The losers. Any Republican who thought Manchin and Cinema would cave on their promises to raise taxes during the recession. They thought that they had beaten back Biden's tax and climate agenda and were stunned in late July when Schumer and Manchin announced a deal. While still the favorites to gain seats in the midterm election passages of the bill is a major setback for the GOP's policy aims. It does, however, give them a new issue to campaign on. Yeah, defund the IRS, defund the FBI, and use lawfare to target all of these corrupt people. Other losers include tech companies who will bear the brunt of two major tax increases in the bill, a 15% minimum tax on financial statement profiles and a new levy stock on stock buybacks, which have allowed companies like Alphabet's Google and Meta's Facebook to minimize their tax burden over the year. SALT. 
The ability to duck state and local taxes, SALT, a 10,000 cap, which coastal Democrats were hoping to repeal. Bernie Sanders, who Bloomberg notes is six trillion, who wanted $6 trillion in spending, making the $437 billion in new spending a far cry from success, excluded from the bill is all proposals for new social programs, including, pay attention, Democrats, they got rid of tuition-free college. They got rid of child care. They got rid of house spending and expended child tax monthly tax credit. Are you listening? They don't give a fuck about you. They wanted power. They got exactly what they fucking wanted. And people are still running around going, oh, this is great. So when lightning struck in front of the White House, killing two and injuring four, it should have been a warning. When lightning struck Cuba's refinery and set that motherfucker ablaze, that should have been a warning. Oh, and just in case you didn't think that we were trying to get rid of all the troops in the United States so that we could bring in NATO tro- or UN troops when the social unrest finally kicks off, the U.S. is sending troops to India near the disputed border with China. Just why? Why should we care? We have enough problems. And this is something I, I, I know why they do it. But let's be honest for a second here. We have so much shit going on in our own nation. Why are we spending so much time going to other places? Look, if I was president of first on day one, I would sit here and I would sit with all of the advisors, people who actually know what the fuck is going on, and go, okay, tell me which countries like us and tell us which countries hate us. And then I would go out to the American people. This is a list of everybody we give money to. And I have split the list. These are people who like us and support us. And these are people who have done dirty shit that we think needs to be taken care of immediately. Effective immediately, these motherfuckers are on notice. You ain't getting no money. And if we sent money to you and you promised to pay it back, you better have that shit ready. And if we owe you money, we'll have that shit ready. Consider us done. To the people that support us, we're all good. I'll never understand why people are willing to put up <clears throat> with the level we have, of bullshit that we have. We have given $8.5 billion in weapons alone, but we have given... Over $120 billion to Ukraine in terms of budgetary, in terms of uh, padding Zelensky's pocket. He got a new secretary for $450,000 a year. That's her salary. Um, We sit here and we gave it to for medical needs and food and infrastructure and to pay all their bills. We have given more money to them 
than Russia spends in its military in a year. Twice. Jesus. Twice. In the United States this weekend, they are programming you to accept what's coming slowly. They are convincing you. They are convincing you that eating bugs is okay. They are convincing you through programming, through television, through uh, news, that cannibalism is okay. They are convincing you that you cannot travel by canceling 950 U.S. flights. They say that those flights were canceled because they didn't have the... Uh, because they didn't have um, uh, they didn't have the airplanes, and yet they sold the tickets. They wanted you to go to the airport, to wait in line, to get used to the fact that traveling sucks. They want you to wait in line in California with your electric vehicle, where it takes thirty to sixty minutes to get a charge in these lines that are miles and miles long. <gasps> They're, they are training you to accept what's coming. It's the frog. Yep. Here in the South, we got a funny saying. It's a frog in a pot. How do you kill that frog in a pot? See, I can kill a frog in a pot by boiling it to death without a lid on it. Because all I have to do is slowly... Raise the temperature. And that's what we've done. We've reached a point where we're at the boiling point. We are going to die if you stay in the pot. But everybody is so used to it being this warm, they don't care. So get this out, right? With all of the things that are happening, right, around the world, right, do you realize how absolutely blind this administration is to what's actually happening? Just, just think about this for a second, okay? Ready? John Kerry, the climate czar, right, is mad at China because by not talking... By them not refusing to take our phone calls that China is punishing the world by suspending bilateral climate talks. China wasn't going to do a fucking thing about the climate. They don't give a fuck. They understand that this is some bullshit. They do not fucking care about the environment, which is why they're the number one polluter on the fucking world. They don't care. They weren't going to change shit. They're laughing at us as we sit here and scramble to power our grid with fucking twigs and berries and bullshit from the sun. Right? They're fucking laughing at us. It's when you realize it doesn't, it never mattered. They were never going to it, it, it. It's very. 
arrogant of humans to, con to consider themselves to have such an effect that we have to limit everyone and punish everyone except for the rich over climate control, especially when you consider that one eruption from a place like Vesuvius or Mount St. Helens or that one that I cannot remember the name, but it puts so much water vapor in the air that it's actually affecting our climate. It's like you know, natural disasters do more damage to this planet than we do. Yes. But remember, the China has already dictated our military po uh, policy. Do you want to know a perfect example? China told the U.S. that uh, you need to postpone the launch of your intercontinental ballistic missile Minuteman 3 testing. Don't do it. And the U.S. went, yes, Master. Anything you say, Master. That is infuriating. Oh, but it gets better. Blinken gave the green light to Beijing when they when he said, "Hey, we don't recognize Taiwanese sovereignty. We do not." And then says that Beijing's reaction to Pelosi's visit to Taiwan as provocative. Excuse me, her visit to Taiwan was. Blatantly provocative, not Beijing's reaction to it. It's insanity. Yeah, we live in a fucking madhouse. <sighs> yeah. Chinese military command has cut off all communications and 150 uh, Chinese fighter jets destroy the middle line of the Taiwanese Strait. They crossed it. They don't give a fuck. Why should they? Yeah, especially since uh, today, our day, but Tomorrow in Taiwan, China conducted a war simulation exercise. So much so, it was so perfect that Taiwan responded with warplanes and ships. And Turkey has decided that they're going to go with BRICS and the Eurasian Union. They will start buying energy. They will start making energy payments in rubles. But let's pay attention to Ukraine. Who needs more money? Vladimir Zelensky. We're being bombarded by Iranian drones that were given by the Russians, or that Iran gave to the Russians. They're using arson attacks and snipers and nonstop raids. It's horrible. We're going to lose. He admitted that on the 3rd of August. Remember that? Yep. It's all ass backwards, Pops. Israel. Even though they sit here and had that that whole uh, 
they had the whole ceasefire. Israel called up 25,000 reserves. They ain't fucking playing. I'm sure they probably let them go in the shade or something. <laughs> Jesus. And there's not much to do about it either. Nope. Like, I can prepare. Let's hope that the sun just sends out a giant fucking EMP or CME and just wipes out the power on the whole fucking planet. I can prepare for that. I can be ready for that. As a matter of fact, there's a CME that left uh, early, early this morning, like 1 or 2 a.m. We won't have any details until later tonight about how bad it's going to be. It looked pretty fucking wicked on the on the sun, but maybe, maybe the lightning strikes, maybe the droughts. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The, the, the droughts are caused by us. Because we think we can control the fucking weather. By the way, Biden admitted that. That we can control the weather? Yep. Not surprised. We've admitted. We've seen it. We've shown you the proof. We've explained to you what's going on. Chemtrails are real. The government wants to kill you off. That's why Death Valley got a year's worth of rain in minutes. But the rest of the area, they can't deal with. Las Vegas got flooded, right? Yet the lakes that surround them keep losing water. Cracks are forming in the foundations around the reservoirs. The water is mysteriously disappearing and they don't know where. The Euphrates River is going dry. Wars, rumors of wars, storms, earthquakes, and for those of you who care the shit about the Schumann resonance, that it is the natural frequency of the earth, kind of like a breath. Yeah, it's fucking speeding up. It's on a 24-hour cycle now. But here's interesting. Jupiter's magnetic pole is starting to shift. So is Mars. The planets are starting to heat up all across the solar system. They're all starting to shift, which means that I'm sure if you look into it, didn't we talk about this, that the, the Earth's polar magnets were going to shift as one of the prophecies, or not prophecies, one of the issues in the book? I would take those over a government intensely trying to fuck me. And intentionally sitting here and trying to make it so that I have to eat people. Solian Green, it's made out of people. Which takes place in 2022, I might add. Yeah, we actually have an openly cannibal restaurant in, in New York. If it, what, what was it you taught me a while back? If they can make you laugh at it. It can make you accept it. Yep. And we've reached that point. And it is like, I know people are expecting me to blow up and explode or, or whatever, but I'm just, I'm a quiet, simmering anger. And the reason why is because no matter how much we try to warn people, no matter how much you've tried to wake up people over the last several years, 
everyone thinks you're a conspiracy theorist, so they'd rather focus on bullshit that doesn't fucking matter. Oh, by the way, conspiracy theorists are now uh, on the FBI watch list. I laugh because I already was, so it's like... I say, you and I, if we weren't already on a watch list, we were when we started this podcast in October. Realize we're coming close onto a year now? Yeah. We, I'm going to be honest with you. With all the economic news, I almost called you and went, fuck it. (laughs) I I can't do it today. I, I was so close. I was just like, motherfucker. Here, here, I'm going to play for you. I'm going to play for you. Hold on. I, never mind. I got to download it. I'm going to play it. for you the Reese report that talks about the... You, you'll see. This is why I sit here and no matter how pissed off I get at all of the shit that's happening with the world, right? That I just cannot... I just cannot give up on all of this crap. So here we go. At a 2019 food conference where topics included whether humans were too selfish to live sustainably, an economist suggested cannibalism could be a viable solution for climate change and that we could start off by eating our pets School of Economics professor Magnus Soderlund says that eating human meat from the dead might help save the human race and that we could overcome the taboos against eating each other by simply trying it out. And today, a new company is boasting their lab-grown artisanal salami derived from human flesh. And several articles normalizing cannibalism have recently been published by the mainstream media. The Wikipedia page leads with the benefits of cannibalism, where it says, in environments where food availability is constrained, individuals can receive extra nutrition and energy if they use other conspecific individuals as an additional food source. This would in turn increase the survival rate of the cannibal and thus provide an evolutionary advantage in environments where food is scarce. This may be true when there are no other food options, but when there are, it is never favorable for any species. Cannibals are at risk of related diseases, such as Kuru disease, similar to mad cow disease, a neurological prion disease caused by cannibalistic consumption. And when there are other food options, cannibalism will always be the most challenging. Studies show that cannibals tend to eat the young because it is the easiest, and they tend to hunt outside their own gene pool as a way of decreasing the competition. Cannibals are constantly at war with their own species, and animals have evolved various protections against this barbarism. Cannibalism is the ultimate expression of barbarism. The absence of civilization and culture, extreme cruelty, One could argue that the whole purpose of civilization is to increase the amount of food available to keep humanity from turning to cannibalism. Because who on earth wants barbarism over civility and compassion? The New York Times published a piece entitled, 
a taste for cannibalism, and they promoted it by tweeting, cannibalism has a time and a place. Some recent books, films, and shows suggest that the time is now. The article promotes a list of recent movies and shows about cannibalism, suggesting that perhaps we should all take the cue and give it a go, as if pop culture decides the destiny of mankind. And maybe it does. There is definitely a herd mentality that finds comfort in blind obedience and will do whatever they are told by the authoritative state emerging from the shadows. And the mainstream narrative is now normalizing cannibalism. So that's what is coming if we continue accepting their offers. It will be like the film Soylent Green, which was set in 2022, or like the film Cloud Atlas, wherein a dystopian government processes the dead into food to feed the wretched masses. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Can I say something? What? <laughs> we all saw what happened with Chaz, right? Chaz or Chop, I guess is what they called it at the end. Yeah. And we all saw what happened. The instant you know, you started getting warlords, people are trying to take over as a criminal leader, right? So how long do you think, with the world being as moralist as it is right now, how long do you think until they start taking undesirables and putting them into farms? They already do it. It's called Amazon. They already do it. Smart cities, smart homes, live in a box, do what I'm you say, get paid. Yeah, I was gonna say no. I'm being I'm being literal. They already want to put. They already hate anybody that's straight, that's white, that's conservative or Republican or right leaning. How long until they start going? You know what? They admit they do really good. We just put them in a small community with themselves, and we just come through and call them. So they're already using. They're already using abortion as eugenics. They're using euthanasia and making it okay for those as young as 12 to kill themselves. Here's what I see happening in the near future. They will remove those of us who will not comply. They will sit here and they will turn as many of them into sexless, genderless, weak-willed automatons. Those that they cannot, but they will keep a certain segment of the population for breeding because the chemicals that they take will not allow them to be fertile. They will then keep the breeders in a separate community and then the sheep, the serfs, the Inflation Reduction Act will do nothing but kill the middle class, creating an elite society and serfs who will own nothing and will be happy. Protected and guided and controlled by the chemicals that they will put in their bodies using technology that will keep them drugged. You said that and it just reminded me of something. Jules Verne 
when he wrote the the I believe it was Jules Verne when he wrote the book of, or the the book that tells about the time machine where he goes back in time that and he goes forward in right. time and everybody is sexless they're put onto farms holy shit and then when they reach a certain age they are offered to the elites that are hidden underground. By the way, H.G. Wells, Luciferianism. That was is their Wells plan. that wrote that? Yes. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was Vern or Wells. And with that, don't give up hope. Give up hope for America. Give up hope for uh, give up hope for things turning back to the way that they were. The America that you know is dead and gone. It needs to be burned to the ground and created from scratch, from the beginning. Then it can be restored to its original roots. Don't give up hope on your family and your friends, your mutual assurance groups, that you can make it through this, that you can fight back. And remember, blue helmets are worth 10 points apiece. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we will see you on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. Yeah, I'm getting a phone call.